Tobin Bawinkle is the man in front at Flatfoot 56. Tobin, welcome back to The Antidote. Thanks for having me. Good to, good to be back. I've always loved Flatfoot 56's sound. And you guys were actually one of my earliest interviewees way back in 2011. That was a long time ago. But really, Flatfoot's got some longevity. You started in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> We've been around forever. I feel like when any of those old pictures of uh, the turtles with the fungus growing on them, I feel sometimes like we're the, the ancient turtle, you know, you sometimes start feeling like that. But the punk scene is kind of an old scene, too, so we haven't even hit midlife crisis yet for punk bands, so um, <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing pretty well. You know, I've been wondering about something for a long time. You're such a busy guy because you have two projects the Celtic punk of Flatfoot 56 and the Americana style of six foot ten. Do you actually have a preference from one over the other? Um, it depends on which week it is and which band members are giving me more crap. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, no, they're, they're all both full of wonderful people. No, I honestly, it depends on the week. And there's seasons too. There's release seasons, um, Flatfoot, has actually been sitting on the songs that are coming out here for probably two years because we've been in talks with the Rumjacks to do this split. So we've been waiting for a long time for this music to come out. And then 610 released, we had a full record ready to go on the pandemic hit. We were excited about it, and then um, it hit, and we were like, well, we're not going to sit on this album for two years. People had donated to make it happen, and we want to let them hear it. So we released it, and then weren't able to tour behind it or do any support for it. It's kind of a sad thing, but such is the world we live in, you know? And that's it. The pandemic created so much chaos for every artist. Yeah. I think we're coming into a season of real renaissance. I've already started to see glimpses of it, so I'm excited about that. You've already mentioned about the upcoming Flatfoot 56 release, a split EP with the Rum Jacks. But I'm really interested in hearing who came up with the idea. Um, actually, splits are something that have been happening in for a long time. I actually got the idea from two Canadian bands um, that did a uh, digital split, The Vicious Cycles and then a band called Territories. They just put out two songs apiece uh, on this split and then released it. And both of them are like some of my favorite bands, so I was really stoked to see I'm like, yeah, we should do something like that. We've been wanting to kind of cross-pollinate with other bands. And then, out of the blue, in the middle of the pandemic, a good buddy of ours was asked to be the new main singer for the Rumjacks. We've known their name for a long time, but have never really met those guys until they had our friend become their new main singer. And so (laughs) um, we were like, hey, and one of the things he said when he joined the band was, I'll join, but I want to do a split with Flatfoot, because that needs to happen. Um, We were like, let's do it. They do really well overseas. And they were trying to grow a bit more in the United States. They just got off a tour with the Murphys here in the States, which is really good for them. They do really well. So it's kind of one of those things where we can both bring something to the table for the other. We got a chance to hang out with them for the first time as a full band about three weeks ago at Shamrock Fest, which actually got canceled the day we got there. But we all ended up hanging out for hours, talking and getting to know them. So it was great. Well, you talked about the Rumjacks having success overseas. So did Flatfoot 56. I remember when you guys toured Russia. Yeah. Yeah. The last month has really sucked with 
processing the war that's happening and all of our friendships and relationships and relationships. And they were being bombed, you know, saying, hey, is there any way for us to get to America? And you're just like, man, like, I was in Ukraine in 2013 for the first time in the middle of their revolution. Mm -hmm. And it was a really electric, exciting time to be in Kiev. And we were brought there by a Russian promoter. Russia was the one that opened that doorway up for us to build those relationships in Kiev. You know, honestly, I think the biggest shows that we've ever headlined in our lives, as far as club shows, have been in Moscow. So it's kind of a weird thing. I will say that most Russians are not uh, excited about what's happening at all. They're very oppressed right now, based on what I've been hearing, but I'm not an expert on all of it. Well, back to the EP. we still got a bit of a wait for it, because it comes out May 6th. But you do have a single out. you got to tell me what inspired the song Mud. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, a side note, if you look at the track listing, the Rumjacks have these long phrases for their song titles, and all of those are single words, you know. We use the word mud for this one for some reason. I think I had just watched um, a great documentary called They Shall Not Grow Old, um, which is a, a World War One documentary that came out a few years ago, which I love. There was a scene there where they talked about the sunken road in, in one of the battles there and stuff, uh, the song Mud kind of explores the concept of being in a relationship that's going south and finding yourself in a position of trying to keep your head above water in that relationship and having the only thing that's keeping you from complete anger and rage is forgiveness and having forgiveness be your true north as you try not to get bogged down in the mire of anger the song was loosely inspired by some things I've gone through in my life with a previous marriage. And I wanted to write a song that kind of was an ode to the story and the life lesson that I had learned of the value of forgiveness while also documenting the absolute heartbreak of broken relationship. So it's a kind of a, it's a heavy song. <laughs> it really is. Um, but we wanted it to be hopeful as well. I think we were able to capture that as well because it is a hopeful song. Flatfoot's always tried to be a band that didn't leave people uh, depressed with the situations that they could relate to, but also provided, hey, this is what has helped us in, in our journey as we go through the same things that you might face. Leave people with some sort of takeaway that they can chew on a little bit, you know? Well, exactly. When I was reading the lyrics, and it says, I'll be doing, I'll be doing fine, just fine. Forgiveness paves the way of the broken road. Okay, here's another question for you. Does every bad relationship deserve forgiveness? That's a great question. Um, I think it depends on what your definition of forgiveness is. What I had misunderstood was that forgiveness is something that you do for somebody else. In reality, it is, but it also is a twofold reason. You forgive so that you can lay it down um, personally. There's a great phrase, it's like, unforgiveness is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die of it. You know, a lot of times people don't even realize the impact that their actions are having on us. And we walk around with this unforgiveness and they're completely free because they don't even realize what their actions have caused or they're unwilling to come to grips or that are come to, to fruition. So um, the thing that I realized was that Forgiveness is, is something that actually, it's very helpful for your heart, 
because it allows you to put it down and to not be spending energy on something that doesn't bring life to you at all. And in my situation, I had to come to a place where I was actively praying for and forgiving on a daily basis somebody that didn't care that they were ruining my life. Uh, my faith had a big part of influencing that thinking in me. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a big part of, you know, what Jesus taught. But other than that, like, I was sitting here like, I can't walk around constantly suffocating. I've got to live. i got to live at any cost necessary. I've got to heal. And how do I heal when there is no resolve in this relationship? And forgiveness was an, was an answer for that. Uh, I will say in the song where it says, I will be doing, I'll be doing just fine. That was intended also to be kind of a sarcastic response as well. The resolve at the end of the song kind of gives you the, the, the answer. But in the beginning of the song, I really wanted to convey the idea that we, for a while, you have to just say, you know what, I'll be fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep walking in this, even though my feelings haven't caught up with the decision I've made to walk in forgiveness. And it's a, it's a muscle you got to work out and build up as time goes on. It is not a one-and-done thing. But in the long run, it is way more efficient to forgive than to live a life full of bitterness because bitterness takes way more fuel and energy to keep going. And who's the song going to affect more, you or the listeners? <laughs> There's been many times where Five Foot songs have been played in the middle of a club and it hits me what the song's about and it, it just floors me. Probably me. I mean, most people won't even know what that song's about um, unless they listen to the antidote, you know? Um, <laughs> it's, it's probably like, but I think that, like, at the same time, I'm also not a huge fan of laying out an entire song because I want it to be usable for everyone and I don't want to limit that ability of, of, of a song's impact on a life. Music, it affects us spiritually, and, um, and that's why we are so addicted to music, is that we're spiritual beings that need to understand that there's something more and there's got to be more to all of this. And so I think music helps us process what that more is. It's not the answer. It's a tool to get to the answer in my opinion. But I think that's the biggest problem is we, we tend to set up idols and start worshiping stuff rather than, you know, <laughs> the source of the stuff, you know? And so that's kind of, you know, whenever somebody comes up and says rock and roll, save my soul or punk rock is life and save my soul. And I just kind of like laugh and I'm like, and the icons that you love, I've met, and they're not happy. So <laughs> Exactly. They're good guys, like awesome people, but they're still searching themselves. So I don't, I don't want to be worshiping a person that hasn't arrived themselves. You know, that doesn't seem to be a God I want to follow. Um, that being the case, I am encouraged by other people's stories. So, um, and that's, that's the value of a scene or a style. And that's, that's okay in my book. So the EP... What else is going to be included on that from Flatfoot? Um, well, it'll be three songs. It's three songs per band. One song is a song that's actually been out for a while, and we're actually we're going to do this backwards. It's a song called Sorry. It's been on our Spotify for probably the oh, last yeah. Yeah. nine months. It, that'll be on there. We're actually shooting a music video for that a week from Saturday. That'll come out when the EP launches. Um we're excited about that. That'll be fun. It's being put out by a label in Australia called ABC Records. Um, it's the Rumjacks label, and um, they've been awesome. They've been doing a great job with it. And uh, we have a we have a brainchild um, 
or an idea that we, we've been throwing out with a special edition LP that's been put up for sale. Um, it's a special leather cover with a tin type photograph that's inserted in the cover. It's, it's super like, and they're all test presses that are going to be with that. So that's been that's been fun. It's extremely expensive, probably too expensive, but at the same time, it's a really expensive piece to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are doing a special edition limited for those vinyl junkies that are super collectors. Yeah, so it'll be three songs. Um, it'll be the one that was released in March, which is Mud, and then um, the other two songs are Sorry, and then another song called Trouble, uh, which no one has heard that yet. So we recorded this album February uh, 2020 in Cleveland, Ohio. We we wanted to work with somebody that was well accredited, and we wanted to learn from somebody that had some some credits under their belt. Uh, Jim Worth is the name of the producer, and we spent two days in the studio with him and had a great time, learned a lot from him, and I think we got some cool songs out of it, too. So um, it was a good experience. And you squeezed that in just before COVID really hit. Yeah, we had no idea what was coming in a month. <laughs> so <laughs> We were just gleefully going along before we all got punched in the face, you know? So. Well, now, since COVID is on the downswing, has that opened up any opportunities this year for Flatfoot 56? Um, yeah, actually, there's been, some, there's been some more tours happening. People are getting out a bit more. We're actually meeting tonight as a band to kind of have a just a powwow about what we want to plan to do. And um, yeah, we haven't put anything out in years. So having a new release is good. Having two new videos is a big part of getting the name out there more. Yeah, we kind of went into hibernation mode, taking care of our families working because we couldn't play. Mm-hmm. We love playing live. It's what we do. It's how we can survive financially. We have to play live. Um, as you know, royalties don't do anything for anybody. <laughs> I, I think I think we might we might be able to pay for our dinner tonight from the royalties we made this year. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, that's a sad story. Yeah, it's just a very different world. Um, that's a, an overstatement, but it's just the way that the the things roll these days. And so, but yeah, we're enjoying getting back out. We just had some great shows. We got together with a band called the Huntingtons from Tooth and Nail. Oh yeah, uh, we played a series, series of shows with them. Um, had a great time. They had some guys with them that were old, Ramones, Roadies, and so we talked a lot with that guy, and he told us stories about um, his experience, and that was fun. And yeah, enjoying being back in the clubs without all of the accoutrements that remind us that COVID still exists. You know, <laughs> so we can all breathe at, at shows again. We can dance and. People can see facial expressions. It's a beautiful thing. Hopefully I'll be able to see you guys play at one of those shows someday soon. Yeah. Thanks for this talk, Tobin. I really appreciate you coming on The Antidote. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks so much.